This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vail Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vail Valley Partnership. This is the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams, and I am so happy to be with you, and I am even more happy to be with the people that are sitting on my screen. Uh, I have the sniffles, and so I appreciate them uh, you know, being so kind as to do this podcast over Zoom. I've got Grace Anschutz. Uh, hi, Grace. How are you? How about yourself, Eric? <laughs> You're good. I just jumped in before I gave your title. You are uh, development and marketing. We're talking to the Eagle Valley Community Foundation. Uh, it's nice to have you here. <laughs> yeah, nice to be here. Excited to be on the podcast, to be sharing what we do and hopefully connecting with more people wherever, you're, wherever you're listening. Right on. You've got like radio jargon, wherever you're listening out there. I like it. <laughs> uh, and then uh, basically, I guess you guys look like you're sitting in a church pew for how close you are together or at a concert right there. But I love it because uh, we got one screen. Caitlin Collipes here. She's the annual giving manager. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Hi, I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm doing well. How's annual giving going right now, this moment? Snapshot in time. It is going so well. We are so excited to have an exciting summer. Um, our programs are hustling and bustling, and we're just so excited for the year ahead. Thanks so much for having us. Good. I like that. I like that uh, it was immediately positive from you. And by the way, all of you out there in podcast world, we haven't prepped on these questions, so we're just going for it, talking about some of these programs. I mean, I know we're going to end up talking about food at some point, but Grace, before we get there, there's a lot of people who wonder, uh, me included, What's a community foundation actually mean? What is the difference between some things that are like community foundations or what is it? What is the Eagle Valley Community Foundation? It's a long elevator that we're in, but uh, I'd love to hear your pitch. <laughs> yeah, so Eagle Valley Community Foundation is an untraditional community foundation and the sake that we actually deliver programs. Um, while we do hold some fiscal sponsorships and funds in that traditional community foundation way, our goal is to provide access to programs and other resources that support wellness, healthier food, and other essential needs in our community. So what that looks like here in Eagle County was a group sitting together over five years ago saying, what do the people need? And they identified um, mobile health resources and food as those two biggest initial ones. And now BIPOC leadership development is another one. So we're in the really lucky position that we're not held to something really tightly. We can listen to the community and respond in a way that's super responsive. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that uh, Eagle Valley Community Foundation has been known for from the beginning was asking that question, what does the community need? Because there are, uh, as you and I and all of us know, an inordinate number of nonprofits in this valley, uh, it seems like sometimes, but uh, there are there were certainly gaps and Eagle Valley Community Foundation from the beginning was seeking to fill those gaps. Uh, what are the some of the different variety of services that are offered? So we have a couple of our core programs that we focus on, um, one of them being the MIRA bus. So MIRA actually stands for Mobile Intercultural Resource Alliance. Um, MIRA is actually a, uh, an RV that travels to people. So the goal of MIRA is to serve as a single stop, uh, comprehensive, integrated, and culturally re relevant approach um, to resource connection and service delivery. So our real goal is to meet people where they are and to make it as easy as possible to connect them with any type of health or wellness resource that they may need access to. Um, so MIR travels to a variety of different neighborhoods, communities, sites, and workplaces all throughout Eagle County. 
That's cool. Just like you were talking about, it's like, oh, how do I even navigate all these nonprofits in the community? There's so many people doing great things. So just yesterday, we had Speak Up Reach Out on and their outreach program. Every day is different. So just bringing all those different organizations into the community and hopefully making some meaningful connections, just starting with a conversation. I love that. I love that. And thank you for sharing about uh, Mira. You know, I know we can't, uh, I'm going to dive just deeper into that for just a second. I know we can't share like individual stories and so forth. We're talking about medical reasons, but you know, I had one of the students that I get to work with in my programs, who was one of the students who served on that bus. And she was telling me stories about, uh, you know, in COVID times and going into places where uh, people were nervous about vaccines and the way that bus met communities where they were at and changed a lot of the can you talk a, a little bit about uh, some of those experiences that happened <laughs> I mean I think it's like it. again to that point of like going back to what the community needs so in a post-COVID world like what do you know health and wellness resources look like and so in partnership with the Vail Health Community Health Program we've now brought heart health and diabetes screenings onto the bus and so we know that that you know those medical challenges disproportionately affect our Latinx and Hispanic community and we were hearing over and over again, you know, I'm nervous to go get blood work done. I don't, you know, I don't know how much it's gonna, it's gonna cost. And so the amazing Kyler is able to come right on the bus, right to those communities and offer those services. And just to know, you know, just last week we had a client who had come in, was like, okay, like I'm ready to get this screening done. And when they really dove into their story, that's the first like stop on the bus is to hear, you know, what are people coming to us with? And this person in particular was no longer able to work. That was a strain on their marriage and their family and even the activities their kids could participate in the pro, you know, in our community. And so for them to get this diagnosis and the resources they need, their life is totally changed. They're able to go back to work. Their kids are able to go to summer camps this summer. And, you know, that started with someone asking, you know, hey, what are you here for today? You know, what do you need? And that's really the best part. I don't think our staff can solve every problem, but they can listen. It's a podcast, so you can't see that Grace is smiling and Caitlin's smiling as they're telling that story. And I appreciate that because that's a real person. And you know what I even appreciate? I shouldn't say more. I, what I appreciate equally is that you were, uh, you steered me away from like telling any COVID stories. You're like, yeah, that's what we did back then. But here's what we're doing right now. I'm so tired of, I always make that joke. I'm so tired of COVID stories at this point too. So thank you for, you know, not resting on the laurels of what you have done, but continuing to meet that community and uh, and stay on top of what we need to. All right. We're rolling. Let's talk about food. food. I'm excited about this. I'm really excited about this. It's something that uh, I've worked in the restaurants. I mean, and I have worked with uh, over my years as a minister back before I got to serve as this. We did a lot of, uh, you know, mission trips and so forth and talking about food. There's so much food that goes wasted. Grace, you told me something right before we started that there's more than enough food in this community to feed all of us if we're smart about it. Let's talk about uh, this food recovery program and, uh, and all the, you know, all the aspects. Yeah, well, I'll start with going back to when we said we weren't going to talk about COVID. I'll talk about COVID. Yeah, that's okay. During COVID, <laughs> the federal government extended SNAP benefits, which are supplemental nutrition access programs. So for people in our community who need a little extra financial support to be able to afford healthy food for their families. And so during COVID, they extended the benefits. And then as of March 2023, because we say, oh, we're not in COVID anymore, the benefits for those families went away. Um, and so with that, the average family in Eagle County lost $360 worth of essential food benefits a month. And we just saw our numbers skyrocket and you partner skyrocketing numbers with inflation in a small community. And we knew that we had to do more. The community market and free food has been a cornerstone of what we've done from the beginning. But we've, we had to think about how we do that differently, that 
you know, we're ordering a ton of food and we've always had grocery rescue. And so we looked back on ourselves of like, what could we do better? You know, what can the organization do to connect more people with the resources they need? Enter, recover. The goal of the program is simple, to bridge the gap between the perfectly food, good food in our community that goes to waste and this demand for food that our insecure neighbors face. If we're going to get statistical, 40% of what's in our landfills is food. There is enough food in our community for our community. It's just not getting to where it needs to be. So enter Recover, Eagle Valley Community Foundation, the community market, and our local business partners, and we're excited to get rolling. <laughs> you, know, you sound excited. All right, now I want more statistics uh, to get more statistical. I like that. If you want to get all statistical on me, uh, tell me where this food is. I mean, 40% of the landfill is an astronomical number, but where is it? If you were talking about we're already recovering food from some grocery stores, where is all this food coming from? Is it personal use? Is it restaurants? Is it a combo? It's a combination of all of the above. And yeah. Yeah. And we already have, we are already partners with some amazing organizations in the Valley that already participate in our food rescue program. So a bunch of the food that comes from the community market is rescued from local grocers, uh, restaurants, cafes, things like that. So our current partners that we are so, super grateful for, for include Avon Bakery, uh, all three of the city market locations, Costco, Nap Harvest, uh, Come and Go, the Minturn Farmer's Market, Ridley's, Starbucks, um, and then a couple more include the Market at Vail, um, Village Market, Walmart, and Vail Resorts. That's awesome. So we're really just trying to engage more local organizations in the community and one thing that I love to the way I love to think about it is that we're 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 extending the life cycle of the food um so perfectly good food that may not be able to be sold at grocers or may have a tiny ding in the packaging or something like that is able to have a longer life cycle when it's used through the community market yep yep absolutely believe in that um the, but let me play devil's advocate because Caitlin, I hear that list that you just rattled off, which is amazing. And I'm thinking, oh, they've got it covered. Those are our major things. I mean, I know I could add some more restaurants and probably hotel properties on there if I'm thinking about it for some of like the food services. But, you know, does then it drive in? Does it come to us personally? Does it go to my pantry at all? Yeah, so everything we rescue stays right here in Eagle County. And so, yeah, you would hear like, wow, what we're ordering is like what we're rescuing is enough. But in addition to that, we're actually ordering $15,000 worth of food a week. So if you consider Eagle County and the communities that we're serving, and so we are perpetuating that system of food ordering, like fast and free, like get it quickly. And so by reallocating our effort and focus, we're actually not only serving the people in need in our community, but looking at the environmental impact of having so much food in the landfill. So like you mentioned, like we've got the big players, but we know that the customers in the market, it's a dignified experience and we want it to feel like any other grocery store. And so food rescued from restaurants and other, you know, small purveyors and cafe, those are the most exciting items for, you know, customers at the market. They're like, it really provides that positive experience to anyone. And so kind of just wanting to rebalance the system. Again, we've got this increased demand. We were already rescuing, but we want everyone to be a part of this positive change to not only feed neighbors, but also hopefully reduce our environmental impact here in New York County. 
And I can only imagine that there are restaurateurs listening. That's my hope and all of our hope or, or, you know, anyone who may, you know, come in contact with food and have excess food that are like, yeah, there's times when I cannot stand watching that go into the, you know, there are times when it comes out of my fridge when I can't stand, you know, when I haven't eaten it, that's something that we're always careful about. So I, so I absolutely believe in this, but let's take it to businesses and, uh, and, and restaurants and those people. What are the other benefits? How do they get involved? I know there's like, is there tax benefits too? Yeah. So you, you know, you asked a great question, like why become recovered certified, you know, because it's the right thing to do. We've already come, we've already come from from that least change (laughs) perspective, like be a part of the right thing, but you know, some other, I don't need another one. We're done. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Back on that. You give directly, you know, it's directly to our community. It's not going somewhere else, you know, food from a restaurant in Vail will likely serve a potential staff member of that restaurant or, you know, someone connected to their business in a different way. Um, You can certify your commitment. We're super excited to have adorable little window seals that can go on the inside. We're encouraging a little scavenger hunt around town. Go check out the businesses that have these seals, support businesses supporting our community. Um, And with that, we kind of say, you know, we just want to amplify, amplify your impact. We'll share you on social media and we'll get you in your newsletter. Um, all of that good, you know, stuff. But then the really easy part for businesses, we believe, is the logistics support and the tax deductibility. So we will pick up the food from you. Um, we're really exciting to really excited to be developing an app um, with a national group of food pantries that are working on food rescue. And so you just click your phone; it sends a notification to our system, and people will then come pick up the food at your restaurant and bring it right to the market. And we say the average pickup will only take half an hour. We've got locations in Edwards and Gypsum. So wherever you might be, we'll pick up the food and drop it off at the market and then tax deductibility, um, a variety of tax benefits, but we provide receipts for all donations. And so businesses are actually able to write off the portion of the food that they are giving back to the community. This is pretty incredible. I mean, that service alone is unbelievable that you're able to provide that. And it really provides almost no excuse for anyone uh, to be throwing away food. And I'm sure people want that. You know, it's not that people want to do it ever. It's because, you know, the situation dictates and the lack of employees and all of the perfect storm that is this place right now. But you guys are trying to find a way to navigate this storm in food. And I really like it. If you can't tell, I'm really easy easy as possible for people to get involved. Everyone plays a part, whether, you know, we've got partners um, donating 12 baked goods a week, and then we've got Costco donating pounds of food and both hold value to us. We love to celebrate every player because the only person that can solve our community's issue is our neighbor. You know, it's really about like that one-on-one impact. It's, you know, systems change starts today with each of us playing our part. And we know that by making it easy for people to support it, it takes away that excuse and it brings people into the fold. We want to make a bigger and bigger circle. We want everyone to feel like they're part of the solution. Nice. I absolutely love this. I would encourage anyone who's listening who, uh, you know, thinks, oh, this is a great idea. Share it with someone you know in the restaurant and or food industry. Just this idea, you know, if you don't want to share all of us talking, you know, that we understand. But uh, you can definitely share uh, this information. Caitlin, where are they going? How are they signing up? What are they doing? Hit me with the actual details. Yep. So they are going to our website, which is eaglevalleycf.org. Um or they can reach out to either of us. Um, you can reach out to Grace, which is grace at eaglevalleycf.org or Caitlin. 
K-A-I-T-L-I-N at eaglevalleycf.org. <laughs> we are super um, ready and able to connect um, new partners and new volunteers and new supporters um, with the right resources and getting, getting more resources back to the community. It's so cool. No, I love it that you're talking about that whole circle of life. It just wraps back in again. I'm sorry I Lion Kinged it, but you smoky the bear it when you said only you can take care of food. <laughs> you guys are so much fun. Uh, and uh, and I know you do awesome work. Thank you. I get to say thank you in this podcast from all of the community because that's what I get to represent right now. Thank you for what you do because I know the nonprofit world, you make tons of money and you drive around in your fancy sports cars picking up all this food. Uh, so you know, thank you for all the sacrifices that you guys make and the people that you are. Um, we appreciate it. Thanks for your time. And thanks so much for having us. I think, again, this is, we each play our part, whether we're amplifying stories of impact or donating food right away. Again, just go back to, it takes us all and we're just excited to be able to hopefully connect with more people. Yes. Your next meal that you eat, I guarantee you listeners out there is going to be different. We're going to think about that differently and let's keep thinking about it differently. Grace and Schutz and Caitlin Colopy, both with the Eagle Valley Community Foundation. You guys are fun. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valepartnership.com.